Hello, TMI families. Father Scott here. We are counting down the days for our students to return to campus and getting really excited. Today's video update is going to be a tour around campus, showing you some of the things we've been doing to make sure that when we return to campus, we return safely and that we stay on campus. Um, but before we jump to our tour of campus, I just want to remind you of our path to returning to campus. There is a calendar attached to this email that has the update for you on every day starting September 21st through the first week of October, letting you know exactly when your student will be on campus. As a high level reminder, here's how it was gonna work. Starting next week, September 14th, our teachers will be back on campus, uh, teaching remotely to our students at home as they get used to being on campus together. On September the 18th, we bring our first group of students back. That'll be our seniors. We are so excited to begin with our seniors and celebrate them on campus September the 18th. Starting the week of September 21st is our modified hybrid schedule in which a different group comes to campus every day. Starting with our middle schoolers on Monday, September the 21st, our freshmen only on the 22nd, and then on Thursday and Friday of that week, uh, the 24th and 25th will be our 10th through 12th graders again. So thank you so much for being patient as we crawl, walk, run back to campus. Um, again, the email, that sent this video has an attachment with the calendar letting you know of which days your students will be on campus over the next couple of weeks. Now let's get to our tour so you can see what uh, we're doing to prepare for safety on campus and what you can expect when you come to campus in a few weeks. I'm standing here in front of the Welcome Center, the first building you see as you come onto campus. Families, before you even leave your house, you have some work to do before you can come to campus. That's the online COVID screening form. That screening form can be found in two places. It's on the upper right side of our website or it's on the TMI app, COVID screening. You must complete that form every morning before coming to campus. I wanna clarify something. Parents, if you're dropping off your child and you're not exiting your vehicle, if you have a student that does not yet drive and you're simply coming on campus to drop them off or pick them up and you won't be exiting your vehicle, you, parent, do not need to fill out the form. However, your child, who will be exiting the vehicle or getting into your vehicle, does need to fill out that form before they come to campus. The form's going to ask you a variety of questions that are related to your potential exposure or symptoms from COVID-19. That includes a temperature check. If you have completed that form, you're going to get one of two responses. Approved to come to campus, which obviously allows you to come to campus, or a deny. If you get denied the access to campus, you must get in touch with Stacy Smith, our school nurse, who will have a conversation with you about why you were denied and then create with you a path forward to returning back to campus when it is safe and sound. When you come onto campus, once you've completed the form at home, you will stop here and show your approval to the Welcome Center a guard on campus. That guard will either look at your screenshot of your phone, which has the approval on it. You can print out the email that says you've been approved, or you can show them the email on your phone. Once you've shown the approval to the officer, you'll be allowed and welcome to campus. Now, I want to say something to students who forget to fill out that form. We're a forgiving place and we'll give you some grace, but we want you to learn from your mistake. Because that form requires a temperature check, you simply can't pull over to the side of the road and take your temperature unless you brought a thermostat, a thermometer from home. So here's what's going to happen. Students, if you forgot to fill out that form, you're going to get asked to move to a spot in the junior lot where you're going to have to wait 
until somebody from campus can come out here and take your temperature. That may mean that you're late to class because you're waiting on somebody from Coates to come out here and take your temperature. Again, we'll be forgiving once, but if that's a pattern that develops and you continue to forget to fill out your form, your tardiness is on you and not on us. So help us by coming to campus with your approved screening, showing it to the officer so that you can come to campus safely and we can keep this campus safe. Once you've been through the approval process and allowed to come to campus, if you drive students, if you're in high school and you drive, you know where your parking space is, you um, proceed to your parking space and off to class you go. I'm standing here at the stop sign when you first enter campus. In the past, all students were dropped off and picked up in one location, the Circle Drive in front of the Frost Athletic Center. Beginning this year, in an effort to spread our students out and to prevent the backup on campus, we have two locations for dropping off and picking up. High school students, ninth through 12th grade, your drop off and pick up location stays the same in front of the Frost Athletic Center. Sixth, seventh and eighth grade families, this is a change, even from the information I gave some of our families a few days ago. So middle school parents, here's the plan. You come to the stop sign on campus and you take a right. You go up the hill where our residential homes are for our families that live back on campus. And there's a driveway that you'll be directed to behind airs for drop off and pickup. Sixth, seventh and eighth graders, this will be your space for dropping off and picking up beginning this year. If you wonder where you're supposed to go, our welcome center officers can direct you there and they'll help you get there. No problems. Speaking of drop off and pickup, the earliest that we're gonna allow students to come to campus is 7.15 in the morning. That's when our supervision will be ready. That's when we'll be able to receive students no earlier than 7.15 in the morning. We would ask that you try and arrive as close to 8 a.m. as possible so that we don't have a ton of students crowding on campus before class starts. Classrooms will be open at 7.30 and the teacher will be in their classroom by 7.30. That way, when you do arrive on campus, you can go directly to your classroom uh, before class starts at eight o'clock. I wanna show you inside one of our classrooms in coats. I'm wearing my mask because my friend Harry Falkowitz is on the camera just a few feet away. So when we're on campus, masks will be required. When you come into a classroom, you'll see here that our chairs and desks are spaced six feet apart. And every single desk has blue tape on it. This desk will live in this space. It's supposed to be there and it's not moving. Furthermore, students will be given assigned seating. It's not something we prefer for 6th through 12th graders. We like you to have some choice. But in a COVID world, having an assigned seat allows us to know if that student gets sick, exactly who that student was exposed to or who was exposed to that student when they were sick. I want to show you a little bit about technology. Every teacher on campus has a Surface Pro that looks just like this. When they walk into their classroom, they simply hook their Surface Pro up to uh, the cord, which is really easy to do, just not for me. It's hooked up. That's going to immediately put whatever's on their Surface Touch on the Clever Touch board. The Clever Touch board has a camera on it, so if students are at home learning virtually while other students are in the classroom, this has a Zoom app on it, and the teacher will be able to stand here, instruct the students that are in the class, and communicate with those that are at home seamlessly. Don't forget, if you've chosen remote instruction for your child, you need to fill out the form and get it to the admissions office. If you're choosing in-person instruction, get that waiver filled out for us soon. Thanks. Okay, families, I wanna show you what passing period looks like. I am Mrs. Toth, 
in her Spanish classroom. And this is Mr. Todd Davis, our Director of Residential Life, who is one of our fabulous students. So when the bell rings and it's time to switch to the next class, I, the teacher, am going to dismiss our students one at a time so that they don't crowd at the door. Mr. Davis, you're dismissed. Go on to your next class. Mr. Davis is going to head out to the hall and stay on the right-hand side and tell you how he's going to stay safe. So as we're in the open airway here, uh, as long as we keep masks and stay to the right-hand side, kind of following normal traffic patterns, uh, we should be good, also maintaining a six-foot distance. So I walk down the hallway here. My next class is going this way. I stay to the right and continue to walk down. All right, speaking of lunch, Mr. Davis is now going to come out and prepare for lunch. As you can see, Mr. Davis is coming out of the building. He's staying to the right. Uh, the facilities department made these really amazing hand washing stations that are touchless. They're in the final stages of being completed. Mr. Davis is going to come up to this hand washing station. He's going to use the foot pedal to turn the water on. Water is going to come out of there. There's a soap dispenser and a paper towel dispenser getting uh, installed this week. Mr. Davis is going to wash his hands thoroughly before he goes to lunch. Really proud of our facilities department who has made over 20 of these stations and will continue to finish them before you all come to campus in a few days. Speaking of lunch, I want to tell you what lunch will look like this year. Sage Dining has been working really hard to make sure that our lunch meals, our time together during lunch is safe and spread out. Lunch will be served in a couple of locations. One station will be underneath the breezeway and airs. The other station will be here inside of Frost Athletic Center. Students will come by and pick up lunch, which will be served every day while you're on campus. You'll pick up your lunch. And on one of those beautiful weather days in San Antonio, we'll spread our students out all over campus to have their lunch. They, uh, we've ordered more tables, more outdoor seating. So on good weather days, our students will be eating outside. We will make a decision by 10 o'clock in the morning whether or not that's a good weather day or a bad weather day. On bad weather days, we have located spots all over campus where students will go and be assigned to go to eat lunch indoors. One of those places is the gym. So I want to show you what we've done inside the gym in order to prepare for the possibility of having to come inside. So this is one of the stations where students will grab their lunch every day. Again, if it's a good weather day, we're going to grab their lunch and go outside. If it's a bad weather day, they'll have an assigned spot. One of those assigned spots for some of our students will be this gym where you can see we put the mats down to make sure that the floor stays safe. That's the lunch plan. I'm really proud of Sage Dining and I can't wait to have lunch with you on campus. Earlier, I spoke to you a little bit about meals. I wanna give you an update on breakfast. In the past, we provided breakfast either through a breakfast card or through Cafe 18. As we begin this school year, we will not be serving breakfast. So make sure you eat well before you come to campus. We are in conversations with Sage Dining right now to figure out ways to provide some breakfast tacos or grab and go items from Cafe 18. But at this point, as we begin the school year, all of our focus is on safety and getting our students back to campus and breakfast will not be provided at this point. More on breakfast soon. This concludes our tour of campus and our update for this week. I hope that you found this to be helpful as you get ready to come back to campus. We're excited to welcome back our seniors on September 18th and then all of our students beginning the week of September 21st. The academic response team is in the process of putting together a guide for COVID-19 campus guidelines and expectations 
for all of our students and the information that you received today in more detail will be distributed to you very soon. I hope this update gives you some confidence in our campus and our ability to bring you back to campus. One week from today, our seniors will be here. We can't wait to see you. Thanks for being patient with us. Thanks for staying safe. See you soon. Go Panthers.